You are welcome to Herald Broadcasting Network's Bible Banquet, an audio daily devotional that comes to you, bringing the good news of the gospel and blessing you day by day. Today, by the grace of God, we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Here we read together. Now, as touching those things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge perfect up, but charity edifies. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. As concerning therefore the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, that there is none other God but one. For though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as ye be gods many, and lost many. But unto us there is but one God, the Father of whom are all things, and we are in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we are we by him. Howbeit there is not in every man that knowledge, for some with conscience of the idol unto this hour eat it as a thing offered unto an idol, and all that con- and their conscience being weak is defiled. But meat commended us not to God, for neither if we eat are we the better, neither if we eat not are we the worse. But take heed lest by any means this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. For if any man see which has see thee which has knowledge sit at meat in the idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered to idols? And Through thy knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. When ye sinned so against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, ye sinned against Christ. Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh. While the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. That Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word this moment, I pray in Jesus' name. Now, of all that we have read from this scripture, this is a sum. The danger of having a high concept of knowledge is presented in verses uh, 1 to 6. The mischief of offending weak brethren in the rest of the chapter verses verses 7 to 13. Now here are some beautiful lessons we may draw from this reading. There is no proof of ignorance more common than misuse of knowledge. Much may be known when nothing is known to good purpose, and those who think they know anything and grow vain thereon 
are the least likely to make good use of their knowledge. Satan holds some as much as by tempting them to be proud of mental powers as others. By luring to sensuality, knowledge whips up the possession and renders him the possessor rather and renders him uh, confident is as dangerous as self-righteous pride, though what he knows may be right. Without holy affections, all human knowledge is worthless. The heathens had gods of higher and lower degree, gods many and lost many, so-called but not such in truth. Christians know better. One God made all and has power over all. The one God, even the Father, signifies the Godhead as the sole object of all religious worship. And the Lord Jesus Christ knows the person of Emmanuel, God manifests in the flesh. Christ is one with the Father and with us. The appointed mediator and Lord of all, through him, we come to the Father, and through him, the Father sends blessings to us by the influence and working of the Holy Spirit. While we refuse all worship to the many who are called gods and lost, and to saints and angels, let us try whether we really come to God by faith in Christ. Eating one kind of food and abstaining from another have nothing in them to recommend a person to God. Paul was speaking here in the context of food sacrificed to idols, not in deference to the biblical injunction concerning clean and unclean meats, but the apostle cautions against putting a stumbling block in the way of the weak, lest they be made bold to eat what was offered to the idol, not as common food, but as a sacrifice, and thereby be guilty of idolatry. He who has the Spirit of Christ in him will love those whom Christ loved so that so as to die for them. Injuries done to Christians are done to Christ, but most of all, entangling them in guilt, wounding their consciences is wounding Christ. We should be very tender in doing anything that may occasion stumbling to others, though it may be innocent in itself. And if we must not endanger other men's souls, how much should we take care not to destroy our own? Let Christians beware of approaching the brink of evil or the appearance of it, even though many do this in public matters, for which perhaps they plead plausibly. Men cannot, men cannot thus sin against their brethren, without offending Christ and endangering their own souls. Therefore, I pray, 
God will help us appreciate the need to keep ourselves separate and spotless from the world at being royal priesthood unto Jesus Christ. May the Lord enable us never to be a stumbling stone in the way of the weak brethren, in the cause of exercising our faith, or even our liberty. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Dear listener, as you key into the counsels of the Apostle Paul, and as you make up your mind to keep yourself spotless from the world, this is my prayer that the Lord will come to you, that the Holy Spirit will fill you and empower you, and as you go out today that you bear the mark of Jesus, that no evil shall befall you. And anywhere you go, that men will call you blessed. You receive favor, and it shall be well with you. Go in the strength of the Holy Ghost, and you will do well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you.